Well, as I said, Merry Christmas and early Happy New Year. The year 2018 is closing. And I'm reminded that in just a few short days, we each will be required to now write 2019, whether it's on checks or stationery. And for most of us, that will be a challenge for a few months. But it's just a reminder that life continues. That something new has begun in our lives. And something old has closed the doors. I was thinking just the other day, and I mentioned it to my wife, that this will be the first time in seven years, I want that to sink in, the first time in seven years, that myself, for sure, and in some cases even my wife, we will not be spending New Year's Eve in a church. And when I say spending the evening, I mean all night long. For the past six years, we have, well, at least I have, and she has joined me on most occasions, to spend the night at a church celebrating the new year with upwards of 60 to 70 students ringing in the close of one and beginning of something new. And, and, it, and I realized that while I will admit it's with joy that I say I'm not doing that this year, because at the end of last year, I found myself exhausted and th- thinking to myself, I am getting way too old to stay up 24 hours. It is just too exhausting on this old body. But I will also confess that I, miss, I will miss that time. We would always have fun with our various, I guess you could call them games or activities as we would make messes here and there. One year we, we gathered with the students and we, we did a game in which we gave them, and maybe you've seen this show on TV, where a basket of random ingredients and asked them to prepare a meal. Now, what I realized real quickly after we did that the first year is the students have a extraordinary imagination when it comes to making dinners out of random foods. And I will say, and I have pictures somewhere, most of those foods were clearly unedible. And anyone that would attempt to eat them was a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Some would, um, well, quite frankly, you just didn't want to go near. Even the smell kind of put you off. But these students loved it. They had fun for a couple hours every, every midnight. Right after midnight, we would do this, and they would make these contraptions, if you will. But one year, we had one student that just, I don't know if she was following a dare, but she ate everything in sight. And I don't know if she just was really hungry or what, but she said they were all tasting wonderful. So that year, myself and a few others, I don't know if, if you had any of this food or not, but we decided, no, she was like, no, I knew she didn't think so. We'd, I decided to taste them, and I will have to admit, even though the appearance looked like, well, how to put this, uh, things you might find in the garbage can, they tasted quite exquisite. It reminded me that sometimes what you see is not always what you get. And so I, I, I will look back upon those six years with joy and thanksgiving. 
Yet I will now praise God that that door hopefully is closed for a while, maybe for the rest of my life, as I think about having to stay up 24 hours and entertain a lot of kids. But isn't it true that as we close out every calendar year that we have those things we can look back on? In some cases, we look back on with regret that we wish were still happening. and others, we look back with joy saying, oh, thank goodness that is over. And there's truth even in our own lives, regardless of the calendar year. There comes a point when some things end and some things begin. And the ending usually brings a level of joy, a level of thanksgiving in most cases. Whether that joy is because you recognize that for a period of your life, you were blessed. You give thanks for the time that you had in the midst of whatever that might be happening. But there's also some truth that we might celebrate and enjoy at the ending of something because it was a rough period of our lives. Something was occurring that we just struggled with. And so when the ending happens, we also give thanks. Even if there are tears rolling down our face, we still give thanks because while... We struggled in that journey. We know that whatever that might have been is now over. But there is also truth in giving thanks for something new. The start of a new journey. The start of a new period of our lives. And in this passage this morning out of the book of Hebrews and even out of Ecclesiastes that we heard this morning, there is the reminder that we must be giving thanksgiving to both those things that end, but also those things that begin. Because when we look back to the past, we can see how God has worked in our lives. How God has worked through whatever it was, good or bad, that God was present in that moment. That God never abandoned us. Even, even when we felt like we were far from Lord, He was there. But we also then must now look to the future. And we must recognize that the future, we have no idea what is about to unfold. I mean, the truth is, we don't know what 2019 will have for each and every one of us. We don't know if it's going to be a year in which we rejoice every day and give thanks and praise to Him. We don't know if it's going to be a year in which we have those moments when life just knocks us down. Truth is, we don't know. We would like to know. We want to hold on to that, that control that we so desperately desire at times. Because that gives us comfort. If we can somehow predict the future, if we can somehow look ahead and say, this is how I'm going to ensure this year will be. I'm often reminded that January is the month of resolutions. And in most cases, those resolutions fizzle out by, well, in some people's case, the 3rd of January. Some make it to the 15th. Some make it all the way to February. And some make it all the way through the year. But in all those cases, I think sometimes we set resolutions not just to have goals, but so we can have a level of control. So we can hold on to something. And yet... God reminds us that what we really need, above all else, is faith.
Faith in Him to lead our lives. Faith in Him to show us the path that we shall walk in the days ahead. Because we just left a season in which we prepared our hearts for a gift that God was about to give to us in His Son Jesus. But also a precious gift that God gave to us that we can hold on to throughout the coming year. Those gifts of hope and peace and joy and love all wrapped up in a child born in a manger for us so that we can go into the year ahead with faith and encouragement and strength that we don't need to know everything that is going to happen. We don't need to know that everything what the world shall give to us, but we can know with certainty that He will walk with us, that He will be with us. Abraham obeyed God with faith. God had called Abraham to go out to a new place, to go forth. And in doing so, and in doing so, he went into that unknown. But he went into the unknown with courage because he knew his God was leading his path. He knew that God was calling upon him. To obey. And so he looked ahead with joy. He looked ahead with hope. Even when he had no clue what was about to happen. He didn't know if it was going to be good or bad. He just knew God was leading his way. And so what do we wrestle with? How do we press on towards hope? I know it's hard. It's challenging. But I believe as this year closes, it is a calling that God is placing on our lives. It is a calling that God is placing in our hearts is to look forward to the future so that we would know this is how God is calling me to live in 2019. Regardless of how 2018 was for you. But how shall you live in the days ahead? How shall you have faith and endurance? It's one thing to recognize that the past is the past. It's one thing to take our past and put it on a shelf and ignore it for a while. And many of us might do that, and I'm guilty of that as well. But the truth is, both ends, both our past, the ending of one piece of our lives, and the beginning of something new, both impact who we are. Both shape us for the future. Paul wrote in Corinthians, he said, In spite of the struggle, I was not destroyed. In spite of the struggle, I was not destroyed. It was not destroyed because God kept him upright. God gave him strength. With each time that I know of many other colleagues of mine face that moment when a transition happens in our lives for us and our families, there is always that moment of great sadness. You know, you are leaving a place where you were surrounded by people who cared for you. You grew close to. But there's a level of great excitement because the future is unwritten. God might know the path and the place we are going. 
God might know what may or could occur. But yet he gives us free will to embrace that unknown future. And so we can celebrate with faith. And that in the spite of all that happens in our lives, in spite of all that may, I guess, break us down, the question becomes, how shall we live today? How shall we live for the future? So that we can maybe not change our lives, but embrace the life that God gives to us. Embrace the future that awaits each and every one of us. Because if we look at Abraham and we look at his courage at the unknown future, here is someone who God said, even in your old age, Abraham, I shall now give you a child. Abraham had to have great fear in that moment. How shall he raise a child who then shall be a descendant to the house of David, who through him shall be born Jesus? All because Abraham had faith. All because he recognized that the way his life was was ending and a new life was beginning in that moment. Scripture shows us throughout that there are always moments in which one period of our lives end and a new begins, but yet if we allow God to work in that moment, if we allow God to shine through us, something beautiful is created. We see that with the disciples. And we see that with ourselves. Friends, I don't know what your year holds for you. I don't know what the year holds for me. But what I do know with certainty is that God will be in the midst of all of it. He will be working in my life. He will be growing me. He will be shaping me. My, my prayer for myself is that I will be attuned to that message from Him. That I will be listening to His voice for me. And my prayer for you is that you will be the same that you will hear God, that you will see God, and you will know that He is working on you and that the future He has for you is glorious. That no matter what happens, whether it's a struggle in the year ahead or whether it's a year of joyous celebration, that you will embrace that God is with you. Emmanuel. And so may this Christmas season, may this time of great rejoicing be that for the year ahead. That it's not just a moment in which we celebrate joy and peace and love and hope, but that we do it throughout the entire year. That every day in 2019 is really a day in which Advent happens over and over again. Because there will be dark days ahead. But my prayer is there will be many more joyous days. Because He is in our lives. 
May that be the prayer for each other. May that be our prayer for the world. Amen.